the Michael Balco Show is proudly sponsored by Donato's Pizza. Donato's prides themselves on ensuring that every piece of the pizza is important and that they have something for everyone. Donato's should be your top spot for game days, just like they are mine. Check out their website at www.donatos.com for more information. How is it going, everybody? Today, I'm super excited to announce my guest. He's a 2019 Ball State Co-Offensive Player of the Year, top 10 rusher in Ball State history, and a 2021 NFL draft prospect. Caleb Huntley, how are we doing today, my man? Doing pretty good. Couldn't ask for a better day. Just, you know, enjoying this time I got with my family and just waiting on the process. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So first and foremost, we got to rep that area code. Tell us about your hometown and what makes it so unique. Uh, well, people that don't know, I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. It's the foe uh, I'm actually from uh, East Point, College Park area, but like I moved around a lot as a kid, so I, I pretty much lived everywhere. Uh, right now, I stay in Locust Grove, which is like the south side of the city, uh, probably like 20, 20, 25 minutes away. But uh, what makes Atlanta so unique is like the blending of people. Like it's a, it's like a melting pot down here. Uh, we got a lot of good artists, good music, good food, and um, also like I just feel like it's a it's a it's a like black metropolis, and that's like that's like big for us. So so we can just get out there and you know make something of ourselves. Like this is the city to do it. So. For sure. As a fellow Georgia boy and myself, I can back up that Atlanta is the shit <laughs> for sure. Uh, I used to live up down there in Albany for a, the longest time, and I've been to Atlanta it's quite nothing. a few times. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So uh, tell us about your recruiting process out of high school and why you decided to take your talents to Ball State. So uh, my recruiting process out of high school is kind of rocky. Um, it started off pretty decent. I was getting a lot of offers from schools or whatever, but um, my GPA wasn't where it needed to be uh, just based off of how I entered high school. When I was in eighth grade, like that transition to eighth and ninth was kind of like difficult for me. Like I was still being a class clown. I wasn't really mature at taking school, you know, the way I should have been. So um, my grades were like poor and I almost got held back. Um, going into the 10th grade, but I had to go to summer school. I end up passing uh, ninth grade. So every every year on, I pretty much had to go to summer school every year. And it was it was tough, you know, because my friends was out here um, just hanging out, you know, doing what they do as kids in the summer. And I had to go to the academy just to try to get my grades up. So it was, it was definitely tough. So my senior year, um, the office came around. I, start, I committed to Western Kentucky. Then after a couple months, I got a call on the phone. It was like, uh, we don't think we're going to be able to take you in this recruiting class uh, due to your GPA. So uh, we're going to have to drop you. It just it just froze me for a second. I'm like, I put in all this work making me folks telling me I got to go JUCO. So um, I looked at that a little bit, but I really wasn't like trying to go JUCO and I wasn't really believing that I would have to go JUCO. So uh, what I did is really just step it up and um, finished in the classroom my last semester. I was able to get all A's and B's and Ball State was there uh, the whole way through telling me that you can do it, you can finish. Uh, we're going to be right here making sure that you do so. Um, they kept their promise and I told them that I would keep they, the promise that um, I made to them and commit to them. 
And as soon as I got there, I knew I had to do everything in my power to, you know, show them folks why they made the right decision in, in bringing me to campus. Hell yeah, bro. You balled out too. You balled out for the past four years, bro. Now you're in position to play at the next level. When did you start to realize you could take your talents to the NFL level? Honestly, I felt like I could take my talents to the NFL level uh, early. Probably like probably like at age 11. Because I just seen like the tenacity I played with and the aggressiveness I played with. And everybody else don't play like that. So I felt like I had something going inside of me that would carry me a long way. And, I mean, it obviously did. So, I mean, that's when I kind of knew. What year were you in college whenever, like, maybe kind of just tell us how the process went whenever you found out that you were on, like, scouts' radars and whatnot? Really? Um, it was after my junior year. That's when I really kind of noticed that I was on scouts' radar. I had walked into the facility and – my running back coach was talking to a team at the time. It was like, how would he be if he came back home? I'm like, man, I didn't even know I was in position to get those questions asked. So I was like super excited. And then it just made me work even harder. So uh, that's when I kind of figured it out. Yeah. So what is your favorite part about playing the running back position? Uh, honestly, I got two favorite parts. I would say scoring touchdowns. And like just abusing the defender. Like I don't like when when the defender like gets a good hit on me. I like to hit them before they hit me. So yes, sir. That's my favorite part. Yeah, that's that's what's up. And I I was putting on your tape earlier, bro, and you did a, a whole hell of a lot of that. So <laughs> you're about to make some NFL team very very happy in the near future. Um, yes, so with sir. that be with that being said, which NFL players do you cut the tape on to model your play style after? Um, it's kind of hard to say that. Uh, I definitely like look at bits and pieces of different people, but um, at the end of the day, I kind of want to be my own person and kind of do my own little things. But um, I definitely looked at Marshawn Lynch a lot. Definitely looked at uh, Le'Veon, you know, um, Ezekiel Elliott. Um, who else? Fred Taylor, Frank Gore, kind of those guys. And, kind of seeing how they did things and, and ran and how they worked. And I actually got a chance to meet uh, Frank Gore in person training. So I mean, that was a big thing for me just to see him grind. That's what's up. That's what's up. So whenever you're watching film as a running back, what are you looking for in terms of like the team you're going against? Are you looking for like, what are the linebackers doing? Like in terms of you watching film on your opponent, what do you specifically look for? I look for, uh, I look at the D-line and the linebackers, really, uh, just to see how they move up front, uh, if they're aggressive off the ball, the fast off the ball, um, what type of fronts they're going to be in, if the linebackers tackle well, flow well, uh, if they can, uh, you know, just if – if they got pretty good speed on them. So it's a lot of stuff that goes into uh, me watching. Gotcha. Um, so do you prefer inside or outside handoffs and why? Uh, honestly, it don't matter to me, but if I, if I had to pick, I would say, uh, outside handoffs. Yes, sir. Why? Like that's, I feel like that's what, because I feel like that's what I need to work on the most. So like, I want to do as much as the stuff that I need to work on as possible, just a bit better. Gotcha.
Gotcha. That's how I be thinking. Yes, sir. That's what's up. Hey, that's a good mentality to have, my man. Hey, so, uh, you know, you're a proud father. Um, so how has fatherhood helped mold you into the man you are today? Honestly, it's just made me rethink my life and just kind of calculate everything I do. Uh, before, everything was calculated, but not to this specific point right now. Uh, everything I do is for him or for my family. So uh, back then, before I had him, I was kind of just doing stuff on my own and doing stuff for me. But now that I got my son, it's just everything is oriented to everything is oriented to make my family uh, get to a, a better position than I was growing up. So um, I just I just want the best for my family and I just want the best for my son. That's why I just work so hard at what I do, honestly. Like, I don't yes, know any, any other thing to do right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, man, you got that little motivation, bro. You don't even need extra motivation because you got your motivation living with you, bro. So that's what's up. So what what is some adversity that you've been through at any point in your life? And then how did you overcome it? Um, honestly, I know my story is not like the most horrifying or the worst story you probably ever heard of. But I feel like I've been going through adversity my whole life. Uh, just from a jump, like growing up was all in, always in a position of, you know, financial struggles, like from from birth, we was moving around, facing eviction, didn't know if the water bill was going, you know, the water was going to be on, or the, the electric, or who was going to have food like that, and, you know, that kind of just, just made me, like, hard side, because I had to deal with so much, like, we, we were struggling so much, like, no child should have to go through that and, and and think about that stuff at an early age so uh that kind of just molded me to to get that grind inside of me as well as uh just dealing with things from my father like my biological father he wasn't really in my life uh my mom kind of left him when i was like uh six months in her stomach and uh me and him never really had a relationship he would just do like little little crazy stuff here and there and um i remember one time one specific time uh he texted my mom and said that I wasn't his son. And I, I happened to read that and it like, it, it really hurt me. So like, I just had to deal with a lot growing up. Um, a lot of, a lot of little things. I'm very, like I said before, I'm very sure other people had it way worse than I did, but I feel like I'm going through adversity every day. And then like, just, just during football season last year, my son had to have surgery on his head because he had like, um, uh, his soft spots closed up too soon, and that's not really good for a baby. Um, they said it's a common thing, but he had to have surgery and had to, like, open up his skull and make incisions and stuff like that. And, you know, that's kind of hard just thinking about your baby boy going through surgery during football season on top of having to perform. So I feel like – I just feel like I've been going through adversity my whole life. Like, it's always something, but I get through it, so – Hey, man, but you keep your head down. You keep grinding, though. That's what's up. Um, so what is a piece of advice that you've ever been given that's always just kind of stuck with you? Um, honestly, just just don't give up on a dream. Uh, no matter what anybody thinks of you or how people view you, you can you can make something out of nothing. That's always, that's always on the back of my shoulders. That's always in my head. Uh, just because somebody says something to you, say you can't accomplish uh, things that, you have accomplished or will accomplish it don't mean nothing like if you keep working all that i mean if you keep working all that's gonna go to the back of 
the um, that's that's gonna go to the wayside because like the grind is the most important thing, honestly. Like, just don't give up. Yes, sir. So let's say I'm an NFL GM. Probably never gonna happen, but let's just say it. Just for shits and googles, <laughs> what would you bring to my team if I drafted you? Honestly, just tenacity, uh, being a great teammate. Um, I'm the type of player that comes to practice every day, 100% effort, and I feel like that rubs off on my teammates to make them uh, practice harder, and that translates to the game. It makes everybody better in the game situation. So it's a guy that that loves to play football, loves to be around football, and I like being coached up, honestly. So that's what I can bring to a team as well as um, my running style and also catching up the backfield. A lot of people don't know I could do that, but I'm pretty solid at that. So that's yes, another sir. thing I'm looking forward to bring it to the table. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So you're sitting in the locker room getting ready for a game. Who are you bumping on your pregame playlist? Uh, I'm going to go old school. I'm going to say future. Uh, definitely uh, Lil Wayne, um, probably Gucci Man, Jeezy, uh, Bankroll Fresh. All right, all right. That's pretty solid. You out there to, to take some people's heads off, bro. Like, yeah. <laughs> you ain't messing around with that playlist. All right, but <laughs> who is the best player you've ever played with and against? You can shout a couple guys out if you need to. I know it's tough. Uh, damn, that is tough. <laughs> I say uh, my boy Justin Hall, uh, Antonio Phillips, Bryce Cosby, uh, my boy B-Mar, and I know I'm forgetting some folks. AJ Uzidema. Who's the best you played against? Is there like a particular D lineman or linebacker that just had your number? Honestly, I've never felt like that. I say, I say, one time my freshman when we played Illinois, it was a D tackle that they had on their team, and I ain't gonna lie, he smacked me. That was my welcome to college moment. Uh, he kind of like bent my face mask back and everything. So yeah, okay. he he got the best of me on that one. <laughs> uh, that's what's up. I mean, hey. It, it all worked out for you, though. All right, one last question for you, Caleb. What kind of advice can you give to the young athletes out there trying to be in the league just like you? Just have a work ethic about yourself. Um, just grind till you can't grind no more. Never let nobody say you, what you can't do. And uh, keep God first. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Caleb Huntley, he is a Ball State running back about to declare, or actually he's about to be in the NFL. He already declared. I mean, we're about to be in the league here pretty soon. Drop, uh, tell us where we could follow you out on Instagram and Twitter. Instagram, follow me at uh, Duke Huntley. On Twitter, you can follow me at one Duke Huntley. Bet, bet. I appreciate you hopping on the show today. We are super excited to follow along with you on your journey. Um, and yeah, man, just stay in touch. Appreciate it, my guy. Yes, sir. Much love. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.